Tune in to The Bum every Friday with Donna Ali to talk about black-owned minority businesses. The Bum will be interviewing people and reviewing products from the south of Wales. You can learn and get involved. From 9 to 11 on Radio Cardiff. Welcome to The Bomb Podcast with me, Donna Ali. The Bomb stands for Black Home Minority Businesses, brought to you by Be Excellence. Our aim is to amplify and celebrate Black Home Minority Businesses from South Wales, giving a voice to the voiceless. This podcast consists of recordings from Radio Cardiff's weekly show called The Bomb, where I get to be in conversation with some of Wales's inspirational leaders and achievers from the Black, Asian, Minority, Ethnic community. It's about equity. Please check out the description in the podcast bio and visit our website www.thebomb.uk. We hope you enjoy this podcast. It all started when I was about 12, first piece of music and I just ran with it from there. What was that kind of music? So it all started from what my brother listened to, so shout out to Yusuf, he's probably listening now. Um, so he showed me a lot of house music, so he got his first set of DJ decks, um, and I remember when he was just starting to play around with it, and you know, I was looking at him, I was like, I want a bit of that, so I went and got a bit of it, and um, I took those decks from him, started downloading my favourite house music, and um, it also started from there, I started listening to house, and it really just, my passion just took me from there. Um, yeah, it's been great. Like, that's great. Yeah, before we get into the meaty bits towards the end, Donna, feel free to... to, to popping as well um yet so to say the age of 12 years old yes and um so i remember you know for some of you who don't know i, I met hefty you know in school i'm uh, doing uh, coaching mentoring in a uh, lenition high school met this young man we had like a um a youth club in lisbon isn't it a yeah. youth club in lisbon oh it's great and um he just came with um with his decks every Friday, wow. doing some music. Yeah. T- tell the people, what was that like? Oh, that was crazy. So that's where it all really started. You know, Ricardo kind of gave me that opportunity to step out of my comfort zone from at home and, you know, take it outside, um, whether that was to a youth club or just to my mates, you know, alone. It was just a way to build that confidence. Um, and going there was just crazy, you know. You could feel yourself. You could kind of express your mood and your energy the way you wanted to. Mm. Um, and you could address the music and the way you feel all through your music and DJing, you know? So um, that was really interesting for me. And um, I think I just found more enjoyment from it the more I did it, which was great. Can I ask, where yeah. does the name Hefty come from? Um, so I always found it was, the hardest thing was to find a name. Mm. So for years and years, I thought of a name and it just didn't feel right. So I sat back one day, I was like, let's just not think of a name. A few years passed and I was sat just thinking of my initials, FT. I was like, oh, okay, FT, FT. I was like, oh, Hefty. And, you know, I was like 19 stone as well when I was a kid. So, so I was like, hefty. I was like, hefty. I was like, this works. I was like, hefty's the thing. Let's run with it. So I went with it and it's been hefty ever since. So, yeah. I, love it. I like it. It's good. Class. Love yeah. it. I wouldn't body shame in anyone. But yeah, of course, of course. Hefty, you know, embrace it. Yeah, that's good. That's, it's a good name. Yeah, and also what happened like from, from the age of 15, like you say, you know, getting into the, into the music, uh, creatively what kind of music is it that you, you you're doing as well what is the kind of like genre what 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 do you specialize in so when i first started out it was definitely just specializing in performing music so that was really like house electronic music dance whether that's drum and bass garage ukg anything like that um but for myself just providing as a studio engineer um and a pr- producer i'm really focusing on um like the current modern music now which is really just drill trap a uh, bit of hip-hop you know that's all integrated in with it but um there's a lot of genres right now that are coming together and i feel like it's just more about trying to explore the other ones and seeing what works and what doesn't work but for me it's got to be drill trap you know afro my urban stuff that's all i'm about right mm-hmm. now just energy um 
And that's about it right now for my modern stuff. That's the services I provide. But uh, I'll still forever love all the music where I started it and where I came from from it. So, yeah. I've got to be honest, I don't, I'm not first on drill. It sounds it? a bit aggressive. Oh, see, I can show you some melodic and yeah. soft drill. It's just laid back, nice, relaxing stuff. It's just the it patterns. Like, but, yeah, yeah, it just sounds like I want to shoot you up. And but there. I agree, yeah, there is some songs that are like that, yeah. I love I Afrobeats. It's smooth oh, and I love me, Afrobeats. Yeah. But yeah, not drill. <laughs> <laughs> so Dallas, getting you, old. You, your journey from, say, 15 years old uh, in high school. Yes. Where did you go on from there then? So uh, for educational-wise, um, I took it to college, and then after I passed my uh, diploma in college, I took it straight to university. Um, it wasn't always like a dream of mine to go to uni. I never really looked forward to something like that because um, I was always doing things from home. So when I'd go to uni, I was genuinely like two, three years ahead of it, and they were teaching the rest of the class things that I was already aware of and already um, knowledge. You know, and self-taught. It, it, that's it. So, mm. yeah, I kind of struggled from there to go in and, feel like I was being taught something new when I already knew half these things, um, if not the majority. But um, other than that, I just took it to uni and still worked as hard as I could from home and um, just still provide the services I do, no matter how much work's going on behind the scenes. So, yeah, it's been great. Wow. I remember that the time when I used to come to your house. Um, yeah. You just in, in, in like, he always used to just cook up some. Yeah. <laughs> he always is like, I'm just cooking. Let's you go, know, yeah. Let, let's, let, and doing some some beats and all of that, you know, some of the, some of the beats I would come in, he would just mm. make beats for me. And it was just great to see that kind of creativity that you that you would bring, you know. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And um, yeah, so after after uni, yes, what what happened then? Um, well, after uni, um, I kind of just had a prospect that I wanted to reach, but I thought it was a bit far out of reach. So I wanted to do something a bit more realistic. Um, I never expected to be a sound engineer. I went and got my degree and didn't think, oh, I'm going to go be a sound engineer. I just thought I've got my degree; it's in my back pocket. I can go and use it whether I want to be employed, whether I want to go and freelance. Um, and all of a sudden, I just decided one day to just start offering studio service from home, um, providing whether that's beats, engineering, mixing, recording, instrument tracking. I just thought, if I've got everything at my disposal, which is always in front of me, why not try and make a bit of an income from it? You know, a bit of a passive income <laughs> from the side. Um, and that's where it all started. I started inviting clients and new people around my house. Um, which was really weird at first because now I'm in my own studio space so it's nice to kind of take them to a business property rather than my own place. But other than that, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought ever since from then, it's probably best to stick with it in a business property than where it's going to be at my home. But yeah, it all started from my house and I just started from there and kept going month after month, worked hard, pushed it out there to people. And um, I'm still doing what I do now, which I love. So yeah, it's great. Can I ask, what's your degree in? Um, funnily enough, I looked at it the other day. It turns out they changed the title and I've messaged some of the other students and they changed it as creative industries. Okay. So it's meant to be audio engineering and sound right. engineering, uh, music technologies. I only just messaged the tutor the other day to say, <laughs> what's this about? And they said, oh, they changed the, cr- the criteria last right. minute, which was really weird. So yeah, it's creative industries. I got a BSc in, um, which is still good. You know, I just wanted to be sound engineering, which is what yeah. I studied. But, but it, um, it just says that it's, uh, on it a whole, encompasses everything. Exactly. It, really? And I feel that's probably what does benefit me as yeah. well because I've not just come from music. I did photography, videography, animation oh. all before. I did graphic effects, um, illustration, graphic design, everything all wow. before. So 
pretty much now I've just obtained all this information and knowledge and I'm just trying to provide different services as a yeah. production company. So Do you think things have changed over the years? So, you know, I think like things are very visual now. Like yes. we're doing these podcasts, yeah. we're doing this show here. But I think like it, it seems to me that podcasts, visual podcasts mm. are more, more popular. Oh, definitely. I'm starting to notice that more. I know there's a few groups in Cardiff who are um, trying to start their own podcasts, whether that's mm. for mentoring or a bit of inspiration and motivation. So I'm seeing a few people do those. Um, but I'm noticing it more um i feel like you can gain a lot from these kind of sessions especially when you tune in um you might find some knowledge from someone that you maybe might not have known and it could help you explore somewhere else yeah so yeah it's great long term moving forward what is it that you'd like to you know see from the creativity that you bring what's the what's the plan okay so long-term vision i haven't really thought out as far as that only because what things have changed so much now mm-hmm. it's, it's made me realize sometimes it's best not to think so long term because you know last minute things change so much and it's kind of to be a bit enthusiastic with it and just let life and let the career take you where it needs to go um and let that you know just just yeah just let that guide you and help assist you along the way um m- honestly that the final outcome would be to do exactly what you did and you know for me which was youth um so i've spoken to a few people at the moment um, that I currently work in, you know, with youth and some younger kids. Um, and I'm really just trying to push out there that, you know, when I've got all the services and I can provide these things and establish my business, um, I can bring in, you know, whatever community, whether it's groups, whether it's individuals, and just provide a bit of studio time and a bit of an environment where they can step out and feel like themselves. Um, a place where they can just embrace and, you know, engage in the music and really just be a part of the studio environment. And um, hopefully they find their own hobbies, their own interests and their own passions within those times that I offer in the studio. And, you know, hopefully they run with it in their future and they can um, hopefully do something on their own path. You could work with um, training providers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've had a chat recently, haven't we, over the last few weeks where it's just been like, you know, what's our potential? What what, what can we do? Um, How can we do this together? How can we try and do this individually? You know, just what, what options do we have to us that we can use? So, yeah. Yeah, and it's always great, isn't it, that using, um, not just having that static kind of thing, but it's mm. using creativity, using whether it's dancing, whether it's yep. music, whether it's like just whatever creative yeah, of course. Uh, flow people's got, isn't it? Yeah. That is to, to encourage young people through that medium mm-hmm. of, of not just a sit kind of thing, static, yeah. but it's actually doing stuff. Oh, definitely. Well, I felt like school was always a bit different for me. I never really enjoyed it. I never got on massively. It was just something my mum and dad just said, you know, just get on with it, push through it. It's, when it's, it's, it's you know, it's like a driving license in your back pocket. Once you've done it, you've done it. You know, you, you don't really have to worry. Um, so it's more or less just fighting through that, doing it, still doing music at home. Um, and then just seeing the bigger picture, really, you know, having to work through the the thick of the rough, the bit that I didn't really like, which was the educational side, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. do what I wanted to do on the side, but still achieving in both. So it's just finding balance for two, really. And um, I feel like the creative side, doing all the creative things I did at home, oh. really did benefit now. And I didn't really <laughs> notice that back then. I didn't plan on, oh, I'll do all these little things and then I'll eventually become a production company. I didn't realise. I've only, I've literally just realised now, you know. Yeah. It's, just, it's, just, it's just one of those things. Once you deeper and realise, if you take on all these knowledge, all this other stuff, little, little, bit, little by little, um, you know, you can really put it to full use when you've grown up and take it further with you. Yeah. yeah. What was it like for you in the lockdown, like when there was no, couldn't come into studio and what was that like for you? That was actually really difficult because I had just opened, what was it, about three months, four months? I've only been open about four months and I didn't really um, expose myself or put myself out there. I didn't promote myself in any way. So the 
the few people that I did have come in stopped coming because I just couldn't have them at my house. So that I didn't feel the huge impact. If anything, I was kind of grateful for it because it, it helped me step away from it a minute and go, okay, let's let's refocus my energy and attention mm-hmm. somewhere else. Do I want to get better in this area? Do I want to get better in that area? Do I want to provide other services that I might not already provide? So it's really just, um, you know, uh, you know, make the best out of a bad situation kind of thing. So it was, it was quite bad, but it gave me time to work on producing, engineering, leveling up my skills. Um, but yeah, it, it was different. So I'm just glad, you know, I didn't, it didn't impact me massively. Wow, I love that. I love that attitude. That's a really good thing. Thank you. Being yeah, able it's to keep pivot it. in business is so important, oh, you know, and, and I like the fact that you took all the positives out of lockdown yep. rather than negative. That's really, really good. Definitely. That's one thing I've always been told with you, isn't it, Ricardo? You know, Mm. always see the positives through the negatives. Mm. You know, the positives, they don't shine through as much. But when they do and when you dig deep for them, you'll realise, you know, what you've got. You realise how much you've got for it. So, yeah, Yeah. it's great. There was a lesson in it, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And so I know Ricardo mentored you uh, quite a lot. Yes. I just wanted to to know how that impacted your life. Like, how important was mentoring in your life? Massively. I feel like without the mentoring, I wouldn't have been able to be... um, you know, definitely where I'm at now, for sure, because he, he drove my passion further than where it was already at. He helped give me the opportunities that I felt I couldn't have without him. So I thank you for that. Um, the biggest thing is like, uh, so for example, Mac Mizzle, you know, shout out Mac. I remember coming to your house and watching you boys cook up your EP. And that for me, like I remember running back to school going, yo, Ricardo's just taking me to the house, you know, it produces there and all this. And like that vision, like I was so excited and I was just... Yeah, it really like, you know, it does motivate you. It does push you to realize, okay, maybe now I'm that producer now, you know, 10 years mm. down the line and I'm the one showing the kid in high school that that's what you can do. So it's it's kind of taking that on board and trying to give others what I was given when I was young. So yeah, That's definitely. so powerful. Yeah. Well done, Ricardo. Wow, I think, Come on, oh, my brother. <laughs> I, I think sometimes it's just in you, you know. My, definitely. My dad's very similar. He always says, each one, teach one. Yeah. So that's the enemy. He, he they call him Coach Randolph. Okay. Um, but he's not naturally a coach, yeah. but they just call him that because he can't help but want the best for other people yeah. and try and draw them out of I them. I like that, yeah. And I think some people are just natural, naturally like that. Of Ricardo's course, definitely yeah. like that. Do you think that's inspired you then to want to give back to young people? 100%. I mean, I've always been a person, I'd like to think a person who, you know, likes to give and provide mm. a lot more than you know um what i can you know in, in any way where where if it's a relationship with a friend or a relationship with a client i'll yeah. do what i can to provide more but That's um so seeing what he did for me definitely helped inspire me to it for others yeah. definitely yeah i call it help help someone cross i like that mm. yeah, yeah definitely and it's also the time when um you came over to our house and um it was I could just see in his like in his eyes that there is this passion <laughs> of moving forward, you know, yeah. that's yeah. this hunger to succeed. Yeah. And um what I then did is like I took him to some of um the concerts where I did music. Yeah. You know, so so <laughs> he would bring his decks and be my yeah. DJ. Yeah. Um. But at that time it was like he wasn't in, in that place of of like he was nervous. But yeah. I was thinking, do you know what? This is willing to take a risk. Yeah. You know, it's not about me, it's about him. Mm. You know, and, and I just took him with you know, DJ for me, lived in nice places. Yeah, I remember, I remember. There were some yeah. great times there, honestly. Wow. And just that someone instilling that trust in you, isn't it? Like you said, it was a risk, but it was a risk you're willing to take because it would that, that would be a turning definitely. point mm, definitely. for you personally, isn't it? You know, but you were talking about, you know, that, that impact or that influence, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you received and you were saying about you trying to help young people yeah. in the future. What what does that look like for you in the future? What is it that you'd like to see? 
Ooh, I just wanted to give that creative space. You know, you gave me that creative space, which was the youth club every Friday night. Something to look forward to, something mm-hmm. to engage in. Um, and especially being a part of it, it wasn't like we were just turning up and, um, you know, you'd have everything ready. You'd engage all of us, especially myself, and you'd say, what can we do tonight? What's the, you know, what can we do next week? You let and them I think, lead. Exactly, yeah, and I think that's so what good. gave us like the creative mindset, definitely for me, of, oh, what can we do this night? Oh, can we still engage the people that I'm bringing every week? Can we still right. engage all my mates and get, get more people to come? So I feel like that's the one thing I've got to run with um, now long term is just trying to engage people, show them that there are other opportunities, there are avenues, and there are loads and loads and loads of hobbies that you can explore outside of work, outside Mm -hmm. of school, outside of your mate's friendship group. You know, there's so much that you can do. I think sometimes it's just hard to realize, you know, what's in front of me. So, yeah, that was the biggest thing. You've given us that chance to be creative. What could we do with it? And um, that's the one thing I want to give others is giving them the opportunity for that. How old are you? Uh, 23. Uh, you have yeah. like the insights of, <laughs> you know, I, I want to say an older person, but then yeah. older people don't know, are not always wise. But you have such wisdom, Yeah. you know, Thank to you. see an insightfulness, to be able to see beyond all of yeah, what of mentoring meant. It wasn't just Ricardo rocking up and, oh, you know, not, you yeah. see all the intricate bits of how he, that played out in you, in yeah, your definitely. life, in your development. That's so insightful. I love that. Exactly, and that's a co-learning, isn't it? Like you were saying, mm, co-learning, definitely. co-creating, yeah. um, giving them that space to be creative because yeah. sometimes we just think one-dimensional. Abs- mm. I think in schools, yeah, because obviously they've got attainment levels to do. What do you think schools can do to create more creative space for kids? Schools, you know, you know, for me, I didn't really enjoy the 12 topics as such, but it was something I did to get through it, and it was great. I'll always encourage, you know, younger generation just get through it it's, 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 a, it's a little bit it. you know get i know i could have told myself that and it would have done <laughs> nothing but it. that's what i'm gonna say to them you know <laughs> but um you know work hard get through it just get through the thick of the rough and you know start to explore everything outside of that mm. but i feel like oh it's, it really is a tough one it's it's do you think youth clubs not you know we, we don't youth have clubs was a big clubs. help yeah. I feel like maybe after school clubs I always did that because my mum was always working extra hard so right. my mum always puts in after school clubs we didn't really have enough hobbies or fun activities to do then it was just kind of go off and do your own thing yeah. so I think I try and integrate a bit of both so try and offer to you know to the younger generation and the kids in schools sessions in betweens on breaks mm. but not like they're going to lose out on a break but feel like they're getting more of a break from it you know they're going to oh I'm going to run to the studio I'm going to run do a bit of recording or you know oh, I'm going to go do a bit of photography yeah. something that gives the kids a bit of opportunity in or outside of school um, to have a safe environmental space where they can just express and be themselves and um, wow. just really find the hobbies that they might possibly love gosh well, I, do you know what I'm so confident that the future is is you know if we got more young people like you the yeah. future's great oh god yes bright. yeah <laughs> let's go <laughs> that's how I feel you yeah. know I'm listening to you I'm thinking wow 23 years old and having such insight then you know and and I would say, you know, being responsible for young people mm-hmm. in the future, I would hand you those young people yeah, because you sound like, yeah. you know, you know exactly what they need. Yeah, great. definitely. I mean, the upbringing was really good. You know, I had firm parents and it, and it was good. I'm thankful for that, you know, because mm. I see some boys, they take things too easily. And I'm kind of glad I was told, you know, take things realistic, be realistic. And, you know, you're going to have sometimes more responsibilities than others. So take that seriously, whether that's me as you know as an independent or whether that's for my business or just for anything but um, I felt it really did help and it really helped me see straight and see things in the most realistic way possible to help others with that. Wow. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so, okay, you've chosen another song, um, Energy. What, yes. what, tell us about that song. The energy, the energy's there. It's in the song. If you listen to the lyrics and you really break it down, he's just saying he wants all of his bad, you know, his negative energy. Mm. He just wants it far away. And I feel like that was the one thing I had to do. So, yeah, energy. This song is both positive and it, it just shows, you know, go do your thing, get a smile on your face, have a lot of energy and go get it. Trying to get paid, take money, cash checks You see the set, that's Lash, that's Dex Young C, Young Shorty, Milcavelli White bricks, true religion, on the telly, it's me Wiz got the house full of freaks That's why I haven't been around for a week I'm getting pounds in my sleep I'm at the top of the mountain, it's peak Bring it back before the villain I had a life, real talk, true religion It's in the blood, in the jeans, in the stitching Walked in, no weapon, made a killing Tongue kissing, pretty women New iPhone cause I'm done with all the women Tryna be in my position Keep my shades on cause they're trying to see the vision She tell me bad man, see I need your love See I need your love Me need you close to me, me tell I say me Oh stay on the road, bad energy stay far away Make you stay far away Just give me love for the night, give me love for the night Girl, waste no time Breakfast in bed on a plane I could never complain I was walking with the limp, had the cane Deck said greatness and nothing was the same Now we're set for life I saw the turn up button and I pressed it twice You heard I'm in the club, then my best advice Is put your shoes on and come and get your wife Cause we've been having sex just for exercise Every night men are doing exercise She look into my eyes, now she's mesmerized She tell me bad man, see I need your love See, I need your love Me need you close to me Me tell I say me Oh, stay on the road Bad energy, stay far away Make you stay far away Just give me love for the night Give me love for the night Girl, waste no time Hey, they better get used to the flex African man, you see the jewels on my neck Black James Bond, that's the new silhouette You see me in the street and I was moving correct Been running around, trying to do the home run Left that girl, she was no fun I tie one, smoke one Big Chief Skeppy and I answer to no one Counting my blessings, I'm feeling special Bird's eye view, bird's eye level Give them the shaku when I dance with the devil Young fella Kuti, the return of the rebel I told her I need some space Real busybody never stay in one place And she knows I got more tricks under my sleeve That's why she never wants me to leave She tell me bad man, see I need your love See I need your love me need you close to me, me tell I say me Oh, stay on the road, bad energy, stay far away Make you stay far away Just give me love for the night, give me love for the night Girl, waste no time It's focus, focus, focus What is your encouragement for young creatives? My encouragement would just be go and do it. A lot of people say, oh, I tried this, I tried that. You know, deep down, you're only going to be the one who knows if you've tried hard enough in it. And I think that's like the testimony to it. It's just try hard enough 
well, if you haven't tried hard enough, how do you know is the, probably the way I should say it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you do have to try a little bit harder or an extra day or an extra week extra to find out if you really like it or if you're really gaining anything from it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just try that little bit harder. Step back from it if you need to. It's always healthy to take a break. That's something I learned. It really is healthy to take a break. Just get a bit of fresh air, refocus. You've been listening to a podcast by The Bomb, part of a series called In Conversation with Donna Ali. The Bomb was created as affirmative action in business, amplifying black and minority businesses in South Wales, which is a project run by Be Excellence, a community interest company. This podcast is an intentional creative space of affirmative action in media, because representation matters. Thank you for listening. I had the mind, I'm dropping the bomb.